This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome to the Village Church Q&A podcast, Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael in the studio. And Michael, we have a, a really awesome question. I really appreciate this question. And here it is. How can Village Church pursue greater diversity in the African-American community? I think that's a good question. I think it's a fair question. What do you say? It's a hard question. It is a hard question. So there are a few, when you talk about demographics, there are a few questions I think that need to be answered. So uh, it's very easy to say we should be a diverse church. And I do think the church should be a diverse church. I think that's great. There should be a semblance of cultural diversity, um, ethnic diversity, financial diversity, um, life stage diversity. And um, so when you look at, we'll just take the church of Bartlett for a moment and say, all right, let's look at um, age diversity. It's very diverse. Um, Absolutely. About a quarter of our church is high school, nursery to high school. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I would say about a, about a quarter of our church would be, you consider them millennials, Gen X, right? Mm-hmm. A quarter of our church would be Gen Y believe, uh, boomers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I would say there's less people 70 and older comparatively numerically, but still there's, there's a good amount. And yeah. I don't know that one generation wins, so to speak, the day. And then you can look at gender diversity or sexual diversity, males, females, et cetera pretty evenly split by and large, you know, but but the bigger question for me is, okay, we get down to, to ethnic diversity and it's a beautiful thing. And so I have obviously no qualms with it. Right. And in Bartlett, we've struggled because it is a primarily white community. So I have the Bartlett demographics here, which I think are interesting for people to know about, but 69% of Bartlett is just pure white. Okay. Uh, and so if you live in Bartlett, you know, basically seven out of 10 of you are going to be Caucasian by ethnicity. And with that, honestly, comes a lot of similarity in terms of culture. Sure. The second highest population of Bartlett are Asians, but the vast majority of when you double-click on Asian, if you will, uh, it comes down to those from India, um, which we have an enormous population of Indians, the majority of whom are devoted Hindus or they're Hindu by culture. So a lot of that you have the parents are devoted Hindus and the kids are more... Yeah, just by culture, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, that's actually a significant part of the city of Bartlett. So if I'm thinking in terms of diversity, I would love to see a larger Indian population in our church. In because fact, that, that more matches our community. It does. But what it doesn't take into consideration is that the vast majority of the Indian community have moved here actually for religious purposes, right. Hindu purposes, to be a part of one of the two Hindu temples that we have in our city. Right. And one of the which things are that enormous. Yeah, the listeners may not know, the people that live here in Bartlett understand is that in Bartlett, we have one of the largest Hindu temples in the entire Midwest. Yep. It may be in even America, the United States. It was the largest, I think, and I don't know if something is is you out of Dearborn, outside of Dearborn, Michigan. I grew yes. up over there. Yes. That's the highest concentration of Muslims, and then there's a high concentration of, of, of Indians over there. Yes. And then I think in Bartlett or this surrounding area is another one. So anyways, there's a lot. But it's much harder to get a devoted Hindu into a church sure. than it is an unchurched person. And so um, if you're unchurched or you just are neutral, like let's say you're at zero and uh, getting somebody who doesn't have really a lot of conviction into church is a lot easier than getting somebody who is absolutely convicted in the opposite direction. 
So this question is specifically about um, the African-American or black community. Yeah. And in Bartlett, the latest demographics that I can find, and I think this this bears with um, the experience that we've had in the city. It's 1.5%. Now, my guess is, though, we have a greater uh, percentage of African-Americans at Village Church than 1.5. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's no doubt about that. But if you are an African-American and you can to Village Church, you're going to very quickly realize there's not a lot of African-Americans at Village Church. And so it could be a really amazing thing to say, hey, we want to see more ethnic diversity. Mm-hmm. And probably yes. what we would say is, is that the onus of our efforts would go to be reaching the Hindu population in Bartlett. It doesn't mean we don't want to minister to other populations. If you, uh, That's not the point. The point yeah. is just saying which field is the most plentiful. But the second question is which field is more ripe. And so if you look at the amount of Indians in our church, the number is zero. It might be one or two, but it's pretty uh, small. We have sometimes people visit. Yeah. Our Awana program, I think, our might Awana have program a couple. Has, but, yeah, has several families that are yep. and that's, from the Indian And that's culture. a little bit different, but I wouldn't call them village churchers. I don't know where they go to church. Our VBS, you know, um, that's a different story. But it just, again, going to church on Sunday morning, a part of our Sunday morning, if you will, worship community. We have zero connection point to that. In fact, as I talk to pastors around the area, it is— one of the hardest communities to actually break into. In fact, um, it seems to me and it seems to us in our conversations that one of the most effective ways to break into that community is if an Indian family or couple or person trusts in Christ and sees that as their mission field. There's one church in the area, I think it's Roselle maybe, they have uh, an Indian worship service. Mm. And um, it's always been smaller, but it has an Indian pastor. Yeah, And that, that actually is a place that if I ever have an opportunity to talk to somebody, I would tell them to go to church there. There's a linguistic and cultural appropriateness there. If it's a second generation, just English speaking, et cetera, that's a different category. But it's a hard question. If there's any semblance that somebody might hear that we're not interested in it, that's not the right question. I, I would say absolutely we are interested. Right. But I, it's hard. It's like somebody saying, go pick 100 strawberries that are ripe, but there's only one ripe strawberry. And mm-hmm. so, like, the desire that you have doesn't necessarily equal what's there. Now, what can happen, that's just Bartlett. And so, people do come to Village Church from outside of sure, Bartlett. Sure, outside of Bartlett. You know, community. We have a, a wider span of reach. Absolutely. So, for me, once you start getting outside of Bartlett, I think it's the Hispanic community. Yes. Um, that is one of the largest. And so I'm looking at the Hispanic. Um, Hispanic in Bartlett is 11.8%. So 12% yeah. in Bartlett would be Hispanic. And so we do have a number of people from the Hispanic community that come to Village Church. I don't, I don't, I've never quantified the number if it's 12% or not, but um, at least with some kind of Spanish or Latin American heritage. Sure. For sure. In fact, the Asian population we have at Village Church is typically more what you would think of in terms of Korea, China, Japan, that segment of Asia, the more Eastern Asian. Yeah. So it's a challenge. How do we do it? I think by and large, whenever you talk about church planting or you talk about missions, there is a dominant culture that you are ministering to. So for example, at the Village Church of Bartlett, we're ministering primarily to an I would say exclusively actually to an English-speaking culture. Yes. We don't have any secondary language ministries per se. So by and large, that already says we're not the place to go to if you only speak Spanish. So there's another church in Bartlett that if somebody just speaks Spanish, I point them over there right. and say, you go to that church. They're they're a good church. And in fact, their whole website is in Spanish. Mm-hmm. They have English translators. <laughs> like if you speak English yeah. and you don't speak Spanish, they have people there just to, just to translate for you, which I think is from hilarious. From Spanish to English. So, from yeah. Spanish to English. So we have very different mission fields, if you will, and that's okay. It um, is okay. As long as they're not 
racially motivated or motivated by bigotry, which I don't think any of us are doing. It's just I'm a white guy who is in a primarily dominantly white community who speaks English. But our arms are open to anybody. But the reality is I'm more processing out loud, you know, in terms of how we view this. We actually don't get this question a lot from people inside the church because I think most people recognize, other than the Indian population, we're fairly representative of our of community. Of our community. Yeah. So now if we were in Elgin. Yeah, if we were in Elgin, we were, where a, I live. Yeah, and we were a predominantly white church in Elgin, I would say we're probably we're missing not, some things. Yeah, we're not meeting, we're not matching our community demographics, which is yeah. highly Hispanic. I don't have a judgment negatively. I would just say it would be worth noting, just as we're noting, yes. we don't have the resident Indian population in our church as a primarily Caucasian church, again, not exclusively, I, w- I would put us at about 80, 85% Caucasian. Yeah. But if I am at a 95% Caucasian church in Elgin, then I, I have to just notice and be aware that, okay, whatever we're doing is not ministering to the primary demographic, I, was, yes. I would say, in Elgin. Um, again, that might not be what the Lord's called you to do. The Lord might call you to do this. Your philosophy of ministry might not lend itself to that culture. I, I don't know. I don't have a lot of mm-hmm. judgment. I just say it's good for us to be aware of who we're missing why we're missing, and is anybody reaching them? Right. I've been thinking about this for the last year or two. I don't know what to do about it. I don't have too many places I can send an Indian to who is pursuing or seeking or trying to figure out Christianity mm-hmm. in a way that is culturally understanding. That's something that I, I see is not there, and I wonder, Lord, who are you going to bring into this community? Just mean Bartlett to be a light to that community. Right. A church ought to look like the community in which they're residing in. but. I think there is a misnomer that if your congregation doesn't have every ethnic group represented, then you may be demonstrating a bigotry. Mm. I think that's an unfair assessment. I think a church in Paul's day, if he went to Athens, the congregation would be mainly Athenians, whatever the community looked like there. Do you know what the average age is in Bartlett? That's a good question. I don't know. 39. Really? One year younger than me. (laughs) <laughs> I am the average person in Bartlett, 38, white, now married. That, now, that ought to drive you crazy. As competitive <laughs> as you are, you're only average. That, you, that really ought to drive you nuts. I'm, no, I'm a little below average. Oh, I'm yeah, like that's right. You're below average. below average. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michael. Oh, man. <laughs> if only I were a 90-year-old Hawaiian Pacific Islander. So that means <laughs> I'm above average. <laughs> you're <laughs> You're not just above average. You're the best. (laughs) You're the best. Oh, goodness. All right. Crazy as this is going to sound, next episode will be 600. Isn't that insane? Insane indeed. How about this? Audience, tune in to our next episode, and we have a little 600th birthday surprise for you.